Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour, and I'm so glad you are joining me here in day number 67 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. In this podcast, I am going to give you the five best bicep training tips when you're older. The five best bicep training tips when you're older. We want a good set of guns, impressive set of biceps, arms, right? Who doesn't? Looks impressive. How do you do that? I'm going to give you the five best bicep training tips when you're older and a lot more in this podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour, and I'm so glad you are joining me here today for this podcast. It's day number 67 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. And today, I want to give you the five best bicep training tips when you are older. The five best bicep training tips when you're older. Who doesn't want a nice set of guns, right? Who doesn't want a nice set of arms, right? Most impressive, right, of any body part. I've done a lot of videos. I've done a lot of topics. And uh, this topic is what's really attractive to a lot of men. So, if you want those bigger arms, you want bigger biceps, uh, better shaped biceps, all right, uh, you're not alone. So, uh, again, I want to give you the five best bicep training tips uh, when you are older. Let's start with number one, all right? It, this is very important, all right, when it comes to exercise selection. I want to help you manage your expectations uh, when you want to have those bigger and better arms. A lot of men want better peaks or a better shape. Uh, maybe they don't, their biceps aren't like someone they've seen in the gym or online where it's a big ball, a peak at the bicep, all right? Theirs are maybe longer. They could even have good size, but they're longer. And so maybe you see it online, maybe from some of the younger passionate uh, fitness experts. And they say, look, you do these exercises and you'll have the best shape arms, uh, better peak, all right? So you may be looking for the right set of exercises, uh, the certain exercises, uh, the amount of volume and reps with these certain exercises in a certain order, a certain routine that can change the shape of your biceps, right? To give you that peak, let's say, that's what most men want, right? Uh, There are no exercises that can uh, change the shape of your bicep. It's just important that you know it. You're kind of uh, you're kind of uh, stuck or blessed with what you get. If you look at my biceps, they're shaped in. You know, I've got uh, clients that different levels of experience. Maybe they're just working out for the first time, and they've just got these beautifully shaped biceps. They were born with them. All right. They're, it's interesting. I just had a gentleman. I posted his transformation, and uh, he lost 58 pounds. Rather new. Even though he's 58 years old, lost 58 pounds, 58, 58, and uh, you know, rather he's rather new to working out. He hasn't. He's been training for 20, 25 years, and he got really lean. And I want to talk about that a little bit later. He got really lean. You know, if you look at his shoulders, he's got the striations. He's that lean. All right. And so he didn't just lose weight. He got really lean. 
And in his position, I was looking at I go, wow, that guy's got nice arms. And, you know, the shape of his arms uh, were like mine, which is probably my most impressive body part. And so another gentleman, he, he contacted me about coaching, and he saw that, and he said, what's your arm training routine? Because he looked at his shape, which is very impressive, especially for, you know, a guy who's going to drain a couple years at 58 years old. And then he looked at my arms and saw the similar shape. So it must be my training routine, right? I gave him a training routine, my secret training routine and selection of exercises and the sets and reps and the amount of weight. And that shaped his arms the same as mine. So he wants some of that too. What's that routine? Well, it's just coincidence that his shape of his arms look like mine uh, for that reason, right? So it wasn't the exercises, the amount of exercises, the order of exercise, the amount of weight, the sets and reps. Now, what you can do is whatever you have. So if you want that peak and it's not as peaked as you want, all right, there's a couple things you can do. Uh, one is maximize the size, all right, because no matter what the shape of your bicep is, you can make the most out of it uh, by overload, all right, progressively one rep more, right, with like any body part, that overload uh, for the biceps. And here's the, here's the thing, too. If you want them uh, to look separated, all right, and they're separated from the tricep. All right, that's getting lean. I'll tell you this, the best tip I could probably give you uh, about uh, the best bicep training tips is after you train, make sure you're lean. All right, because whatever the work you do, the leaner you are, the more impressive, especially the biceps. When you turn on and do that bicep shot, right, the traditional muscle shot, and you see that split at the bottom, that's all about being lean. It's not about a training tip that built the muscle. It's about being lean. All right, so you may not be able to change the shape of your muscles, so you may need to stop searching for the right exercise selection or order to change the shape of your biceps and do the best you can with your training tips, your biceps. That's um, getting them to grow as big as possible, as big as you want them, right, with overload, and then get really lean. All right, so that's what's going to maximize what you have. You can't change your shape with exercise size selection. Let's talk about a specific training tip, all right, when it comes uh, to um, the best uh, five training tips for biceps are uh, when you're doing the exercise, right, and so you see that arc that you're doing with the bicep on the way up, it's like, it's like a half circle, an arc, all right, on the way up and on the way down, all right, you don't want to cut it short with the movement, all right, a nice wide arc on the way up, all right? And, and sometimes you can't really actually see that. If you were to take a video of yourself doing a, a bicep curl, all right, uh, you can't necessarily see that wide arc, but you're thinking it and feeling it, and uh, that's going to give you more of a feel, all right? Nice wide arc. Don't cut the movement short. Nice wide arc on the way up, and then you... Bring it down in a nice wide arc, too. All right? So nice wide arc on the way up and on the way down. All right, here's another tip. Tip number three of the five best bicep training tips when you're older is that you want to keep your elbows tucked into the side of your body. All right? You don't want them to flare out. A lot of times you're doing it and it clears your body. You know, you've got wide, you know, uh, a body, right, to clear it. You know, it will naturally want to flare out. And even though if you, when you think you have them tucked in and almost dragging against your torso as you do the movement, 
it'll still kind of flare out. So you got to over-exaggerate. Keep that elbow tucked in all the, on the way up and all the way down. So uh, the third tip is to keep that elbow tucked in. Don't let the elbow flare out away from your body, right? Uh, the fourth uh, bicep training tip, and this is a tip that for all uh, training, but when your bicep is out there, you're doing the curl, you got that nice wide arc, you got your elbows tucked in, is you want to make sure that you explode, all right, uh, to when you contract the muscle in a one count, right? Not one second. There's a lot of different ways of uh, controlling the concentric and the eccentric, you know, the uh, as you... Uh, flex the muscle, and then you have the negative, right? Uh, there are a lot of different rhythmic patterns that you can use. Some really exaggerate, go slowly on the way up and slowly on the way down. They might count four or six and on the way down three or whatever it may be. You know, that's a style, that's a strategy. Is one better than the other? Well, you know, people have the reasons. But what I suggest is that you explode in the one count and then you really concentrate on the negative. You keep, and I'll talk about the other uh, the other tip, is, uh, you know, you keep that, that palm open, right, and you control it on the way down with the bicep. Just don't let the dumbbell, the barbell, the weight stack, the, you know, whatever it may be, don't let the gravity just let it take it down. Fight it, fight it, fight it in a one-two count. Very conscious one-two count. So. Um, when you're contracting the bicep, you go on an explosive one count, and then you go half that speed, controlling it, you know, on the way down, uh, the negative, all right? So you want to do it in that one, one, two count, control the weight on the way down during bicep exercises, right? You know, um, when, when we talk about efficiency of your training, all right, there's one general rule, and it's not in all cases, and this is, is true of bicep training, is that you want to avoid single limb movements, right? So what I mean, like, you know, tricep kickbacks, right? We'll do one, and then you, then you do the other one, right? That's single limb, and one each side is a particular set, all right? So... You know, there's exercises that could be like a hamstring curl, a standing hamstring curl, where you do one leg and one leg at a time. All right, you know, uh, for biceps, you know, alternating dumbbell curls, one arm at a time. All right, versus, you know, just getting the barbell and doing them both at the same time. All right, so there's a general rule is that with all your exercises, um, a dumbbell um, row for back, you do one and then you do the other. Uh, to be more efficient is pick out exercises where there are no single limb movements, where you're doing them both at the same time. And there's a lot of machines out there that can have the same effect of a single limb movement, right, where the weight is moving independently of each other, right, but you do them at the same time. So you can put that exertion on it. I mean, those machines are great for that because if you have a barbell and you're doing a um, where they're both doing it together, right? You know, you still might have your right arm on a bicep curl. It, it still may overpower the left and do uh, more of the weight if you favor one. But it is more efficient to, you know, do them both at the same time. So that's what I'm saying. Those machines, a lot of guys are hardcore and they say, oh, don't use machines, all right? Do the barbells and the dumbbells, all right? Well, you know, the great thing about dumbbells is you can really concentrate on that movement, all right? You can really concentrate on that bicep individually. You won't have one taking over the other. Well, they have machines 
that you can do them both at the same time and uh, move, uh, at, do them at the same time, and they can move independently of each other. And I guess you can get a, a dumbbell, you don't see it too much, where they don't alternate, they do them both at the same time where they can do it. So, you know, you want to, you want to avoid uh, maybe single limb movements, but on biceps, you, you definitely want to get that um, individual concentration on there. And when you do do that, you know, you want to keep the the face of your palm up very early in the movement. You know, like you see, like if you're not paying attention, it might be halfway up, and that's when you finally get the palm fully open. And then on the way back, you're already turning it back, right, to clear your body. So the sooner in the movement from the bottom, the sooner you can clear yourself and then open up the face of the palm, open up so it's the majority of the movement, the palm is open, and then when, you, when you're going back down, that palm is open all the way in before you turn it rather than halfway through. You want to keep that. It keeps that tension on the, the biceps. All right. So those are the five best tips that, you know, exercise selection if you want to change the shape, it's not going to do with exercise selection. It's about overloading it with what exer whatever exercises you choose, right? Maximizing with overload the size of your biceps and getting lean. That's the best you can do. So if you if you want to peak and you don't have a peak or you want to change the shape, that's exercise selection. That that's not going to happen. Even though sometimes that's promised. All right, you want to have a nice wide arc on the way up. And on the way down, it may not be visible to anybody else or even to take a video for you, but you're concentrating on that nice wide arc and not cutting the arc short just to move the weight up. You want to keep your elbows tucked in, almost dragging against your body. All right, they'll want to flare out. Keep that tension squarely on the bicep. Control the weight on the way down. Explode in one count and control in a one-two count. And on the way down and on the way up, you want to keep that palm open uh, as much of the movement as you can before it clears the body rather than turn, turn, turn. Now, a um, couple of things, you know, so whether it's a barbell or it is a dumbbell or a machine, okay, you know, you're either going to have your your hand open or one variation is uh, is a hammer curl, right, where your arm, you know, is turned. But it's really working the biceps uh, you know, a lot of guys think this particular strand of fibers, the bicep, uh, th or this one, it's basically those two movements. So whatever you do, overload them, concentrate on that. All right. So, you know, natural questions. Hey, I want big biceps. There'll be things like, well, how many reps should I do? All right. Um, how many times a week should I train my biceps? All right. Well, you know, I can give you a, a, a number of rep scheme for biceps. I can also tell you how many days to train it, right? But here's the challenge. It's really we all don't put the same into the routine. So two men could be uh, doing the same rep scheme in the same routine. But, you know, if one is mentally tougher and can get uh, those reps done with more weight, all right, then it's the same routine, same rep scheme, but someone's doing it better. So a lot of times it's not the magic in the rep schemes like, oh, 12 reps just ignites the biceps more than any I don't have any promises for you like that. I don't believe that to be true. It's what you make out of it, right? So, you know, and I, I know a lot of men want black and white answers, right? I'll give you just a rep range for older men. What I suggest, there may be mental reasons, right, uh, that I, I have do that in structure, all right? And then how many times a week to train? Again, uh, 
you know, depending on your schedule and you know what you're doing, you can get great gains and maximize your muscle preservation or muscle gain doing it once a week, right? I think that the safest thing, again, everybody trains differently. They have different levels of intensity. But if you, the 6 to 8 rep range is a good rep range for older men, I believe, for a lot of reasons. You're not all that wear and tear. And if you use the right weight, you can get it done in 8 reps. So it's fewer reps. It doesn't require... Uh, a lot of weight that could be dangerous or unnecessary when you are older. But, you know, if you can handle it with more weight to get the job done with four to six, all right? If you can't, then you have to go lower. But I think six to eight is a, is a good amount for older men. Uh, twice a week, you shouldn't have to train it more than twice a week, right? Even if you want big biceps, um, you know, twice a week is plenty, especially when you know what you're doing. You probably get away with it one time a week. Right, so if you want me to give you a black and white answer, really you're going to be the determining factor. Six to eight reps, do it twice a week. All right, okay. Again, um, and and if you want to know what I do, well, you know I apply things maybe differently doing this for a long time, but I would do it once a week. All right, and then six to eight reps, the same rep scheme for all the same reasons. Now. Again, two things, again, all the work you do, it's going to be showing off the leaner you are. You'd be surprised how awesome your biceps look, even if they're not as big of a size. I really think when I tell guys how big my arms are or aren't, they're surprised. Because it's lean, it just has that illusion size. So get lean to show off all the work that you do with these bicep tips. And remember something, too, right? We live in a world where a lot of people get into this and uh, – they just think it's all black and white. So someone says, this is the best bicep training routine, or these are the best tips. All right? And that excludes anything else. Anything else is inferior. You know what I mean? Right? You know, uh, it isn't like it's all or nothing. Right? There's a lot of things to focus on when it comes uh, to the body that you want. Right? So as I say this, I firmly believe that you'll feel it in your biceps. What you do, that good mind-muscle connection, make the progress you need if you remember the things that I talked about uh, for these five best uh, bicep training tips. But remember something, too. If you haven't felt this in the past, <laughs> if this adds to it, it's not like it's all or nothing. It isn't like, well, I don't do any of those things. I'm not conscious. Of, you're lifting the weight back forth. You're working your bicep. Now, like I said, these things may take you to another level. You may feel it more, but is that going to add an inch to your bicep? I'm not making that promise. It is feels better. You'll see it. It's more efficient if you haven't done these. All right? But it isn't like you've, I, I, I'm going to do this and my biceps are small and all of a sudden I'm going to get big. I mean, I hope that for you. But if you've been pretty conscientious, there's not going to be a big jump. It's not all or nothing. If you haven't done these, then that's the reason why. I hope these bring you gains. But with all these training tips or different routines, you may enjoy one more than the other. And hopefully it gives you gains. But if you're persistent and you've got a routine and you're not doing bicep curls with your legs <laughs> all right, or your feet, all right, you're doing it, you're safe, you're feeling it. It isn't like all these tips are going to just take you totally off the chart. But, you know, the men who want this, they want to take it at a higher level, get these next level tips. Right? But I just want to say it's not like you were doing it wrong this whole time if you've been paying attention. So hopefully these help. You know, a lot of men, they reach out for some one-on-one -on -one attention. I've got many different ways I can help you, many different ways. But let's start a conversation. Text me, 925-352-436. You 
925-352-4366. That number is in the description of this podcast. Also, my WhatsApp, if you're outside of the United States or Canada. Introduce yourself. A lot of men have been listening to this podcast. They've been reaching out. So you should, too, text me, say hello, say you listen to the podcast, tell me your name. We'll get in a conversation. I'll probably send you a link to a, a questionnaire that you can fill out to tell me more about your story, some very skilled questions that help me learn about where you are, what you've done before, all right, and uh, what you think may be challenging. Tell me a lot about your journey, how long you've been training. It's all in that questionnaire, all right? And I might even have you send uh, me a picture, all right? So I've got your picture up there. This questionnaire, I'll reach out. I'll reach out and give you some input, right? All you have to do is take action and fill out uh, you know, then text me and we'll start that process. All right, I also want you to go to workoutsforoldermen.com. Workoutsforoldermen.com, and that just, that link is in the description of this podcast. I want you to get into my members-only website. It's stock full of workouts for older men, nutrition plans for older men, personal development, mindset, system strategies for, for older men. It's all in there, and it's absolutely free. But it's a members-only website. I personally, I personally issue you the username and password because it's really a select group of men who go after this, right? And so you'll get access and you want to come back often because uh, the videos and the information, the routines, they're dripped out over time, right? So the longer you're in it, the more and more it gets unveiled in there. So it's absolutely free, instant access, lifetime access. Uh, just go to workoutsforoldermen.com, workoutsforoldermen.com, fill out that questionnaire. I'll read that come through and, 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 uh, I'll issue your username and password, right, so you can get some immediate access. All right, so that is going to do it for this Workouts for Older Men podcast here in day number 67 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. Hey, let's take on the day with a sense of urgency. We have to when we're a little bit older. We've got more time behind us than we do in front of us. Have a great day.